What's up coffee blurreds and nerds? I've got Tatiana Hughes with me today and we are doing some French press experimentation. We're doing one version, classic OG way. Just brew it up for four minutes, nothing fancy. Then we're also using the coffee brew extraordinaire James Hoffman technique. Where essentially you brew it up for four minutes, give it a stir, scoop off those grounds that are sitting on top, let it sit for about five more minutes. Is it really worth the time? Let's find out. But while we sit and wait, we also talk a little bit about the black woman experience in customer service and the expectations put on us to change. It's a topic that we're going to delve a lot further into on Friday, February 12th, during Not Caffeinated Enough's first live virtual coffee roundtable, where we're going to sip on some coffees from Black-owned businesses. Check out the site to support them and join us in the conversation. Tatiana, myself, and a few other folks will be there to discuss the subject in more detail. But first, I hope that you enjoy this special episode. Where's my coffee? Cheers. We're here. Hello. We're here. Hello. Oof. I was trying to figure out how to blur my background and I found like a janky way to do it. It's not, it's not looking good. <laughs> I'm actually kind of liking it. Like the bed background. I'm actually kind of liking this. Yeah. Okay. That is literally what's behind me, except right now it's just a mess. I took a picture of it while it was clean. <laughs> oh, that's popping. So this is what I got. I have this guy. Okay. And I got the gooseneck from Fellow that we got. Oh, okay, for sure. I'm gonna use this French cut, dark roast. Okay, okay. It's nice. like a New Orleans um, locally roasted product. I'm gonna be using this Bumbuna from Brandy since I got so much of it. So we're gonna be doing one version that like, I don't know, I'm just gonna call it a plain version. And then the James Hoffman technique. It seems a little extra to me. I don't think you need to do all that, but. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's extracting more to get, well, of course to get more flavor, but I'm wondering what benefit that has. And if, and if I'm like brewing too fast. My thinking is it's, like there's no way we're we're doing it or you're doing it wrong by doing four five minutes, mm -hmm. but maybe maybe he does extract more flavor. I'm of the mind that like you can't really brew coffee the wrong way. A majority of it is opinion. I mean, I feel like I brew the best coffee, right? But yeah. we all feel like we brew the best coffee. <laughs> we all feel like we brew the best coffee, but I'm like, I do it better because I use 28 grams and I brew it for five minutes and this is the adequate tasting, right? Like I just feel like, or this is the adequate brew time that extracts the most flavor. But then I have other people that's like, oh, you should like use this ratio and it works completely better. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so I honestly never know if they feel like this tastes good. I'm going to try that. Yeah. I'm going to try it out, right? See, I like that attitude, keeping an open mind. If some, But if someone tells me, I'll be honest with you, that like, no, this is the best way to do it. You have to do it this way. I automatically don't trust them because who are they to tell me that they figured out the best way? Like, right. I'll be open. I'll try it. But. Yeah, tell me that there's no other way better to do this. <laughs> <laughs> there's a hundred other people who have a different opinion. Then there's no exactly. way to be the right one. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm pretty 
<laughs> basic girl brew over here. Like, I don't, there's no scale. There's just me, this scoop, and French prep. <laughs> I mean, uh, I was in love with that Akaya scale though while I was here. No. <laughs> that I had to send that back. Yeah, I did not think that I would. Um, be so attached to a scale <laughs> i know right and i, I think it's because i like use it all the time at work i'm like yeah okay i know exactly what i'm doing and then it was here in my house and i was like oh snap i still know what i'm doing <laughs> so that's cool <laughs> and then, let's see this is my first time using this guy so i'm gonna Oh, you're grinding, right? Yeah. You can go ahead. Okay. You gonna do like the regular brew first or the James Hoffman? The regular brew first. Okay. okay. Let's see. I don't let this like bloom or anything. It just goes in here. <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm just gonna do I don't let it, I'm so like. I feel like the next one that I get is probably gonna be glass. There are measurements. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The plastic one does not have that. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, I always think about. Um, I don't know, like I go back and forth between like being very precise and like measuring everything. And then sometimes I just, you know, eyeball it. Cause I always think mm -hmm. about my, um, my grandmother, like my dad's mom, she, <laughs> when she taught me her pound, like her, uh, she had like this brown sugar, cinnamon, um, she called it socket to me cake, like pound cake. Mm. Mm, so good when she taught me that recipe though she didn't have like she didn't have anything written down she didn't even know like she had measurements nothing she was just like take a handful of flour <laughs> take a scoop of this you know and uh, mm -hmm. it turned out perfect every time so like you don't need measure like I mean some people need it because they don't have any other way to you know have you seen that meme that's like um i like season my things until like the whispers of my ancestors say stop <laughs> yeah 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 so that's why i'm kind of like i mean <laughs> this looks right <laughs> this looks great actually so this does look pretty good though bruce of the glow of the glory baby tell tales of who built all the stories Baby, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of y'all. Pour your creamy sugar, now your dreams cloudy, y'all. Yeah, yeah, tell the story, y'all. All the orphans getting hurried out the orphanage. Yeah, so okay, no, it's not bad. The cherry nose. I feel like I'm getting a lot of body. I'm assuming because of the way that is brewed. All right, let's do this. Ready? I'm ready. But first, a word from your sponsor. I don't have any sponsors, so I'm my own sponsor. I got merch, I got products for a limited time only. And any other time after that limited time has passed, you can buy a lot of uh, stuff. So let me just show you what I got. As you can see, there are a plethora of items available per purchase 
but a comfy classic sweatshirt. This happens to be my favorite color, but we, by we I mean me, have got a variety of t-shirt options. Sweaters, sweaters with hoods, sweaters with pockets, face masks, the logo in gold, and even a sticker. So stop by the Not Caffeinated Enough, enough store by going to Instagram and checking out the link in my bio or go to my website at notcaffeinatedenough.weebly.com That's Weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y.com Now back to the show. Okay, so we're gonna let this chill for four minutes. Then we're gonna we're gonna stir it and scoop the grinds off the top. Let's sit for like five minutes. One of the things I really liked about your presentation that I do remember is you were talking about basically like staying true to yourself. Like, was there like any particular moment that made you think I really don't have to fit your mold or where? Did you always like have that in mind? The way that I have seen girls get mistreated, black girls get mistreated the way that I have been mistreated as a black girl in coffee um, is very, is very regular. And by mistreat, um, of course, I mean, a lot of things are very um, verbal. Most of the time I've worked in places that have told me that I couldn't have my hair wrapped, you know, like um, very, to me, regular things, you know, mm-hmm. but to other people was like, it doesn't, it doesn't fit our mold. It doesn't fit what we want you to look like. You can't wear a head wrap because this doesn't go with our uniform. You know, um, I'm a, I'm a crop top girl. I, um, and not to, not for body shaming or anything, but just to be, feel comfortable in my skin is the best way that I can serve your customers, period, you know, but, um, I've had people tell me, you know, like, and I understand certain rules and regulations also, um, especially dealing with like coronavirus and everything, right? So scan out, mm, I get it, you know, but um, I just feel like there's also a level of like reciprocity that can be, and like respect that can be um, utilized when it comes to how people discuss individuality, like, especially when it comes to like piercings or how you wear your hair or anything, you know? Um, I think that a lot of times people try to use like individuality as a crutch to like kind of mold all their people to go the same route, you know? And I don't think that that sells the coffee any less to like, have us all be individuals or have us all look the same. Like it doesn't, that doesn't make a difference, right? So I could stand here inside of, with a bandana on and still know the difference between a Guatemalan coffee and an Ethiopian coffee or whatever. But me wearing what I'm wearing has nothing to do with like what you're doing over here. So I kind of do, I do think that I have been affected by it enough to like kind of speak loudly about it at this point because I just don't see enough girls kind of like wear themselves truthfully, you know, like they don't, a lot of us kind of like, um, close in, you know, a lot of us, like, we don't, we don't really pay attention to like, um, how comfortable we feel. We try to make other people comfortable. I'm also not keeping time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are we- it is four minutes now. So I'm going to go and say hey. 
Um, oh, you got your, you got my spoon. Okay. <laughs> and you let whatever's going to sink, go ahead and sink. And then scoop the foam off. Man, I do not see myself doing this to make coffee. Like, if it turns out stellar, then okay. But... <laughs> it's giving me um cupping vibes true that i should have mentioned this but his technique uses two spoons like in cupping um, yeah i just knew i wasn't gonna do that so i didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is definitely giving me cupping energy and then we let it chill yeah. for five minutes right five minutes. he goes he says like five to eight minutes <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, so I never really understood why like more coffee shops did not realize their baristas would work better if they felt comfortable, like if they felt comfortable to be themselves. I mean, that just seems so obvious, but so many people just like insist on creating these rules that don't really matter. Like you have to look a certain way, you know, you can't wear this or that just because it's new to me, you know? Like, that's what it seems like. Like, I don't understand. I don't, I've never worn a head wrap, so I'm going to say no. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to decide that our customers won't like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's really crazy. So I've always, like, kind of been aware on some level of, I feel like I have to act different. Black women, I believe, have a different, like, a very specific type of, like, code switching that is unique pretty unique to us like a lot of people experience it but it's a little bit different for black women and and so you know like my whole life I've been aware of that on some level I'm still like trying to figure out how to manage that that code switching thing yeah yeah it honestly I I'll I'll try like (laughs) I'll I'll go through my day (laughs) like being uh, for lack of better words as nice as possible right I'll go through my day trying to be as nice as as accommodating as I can be (laughs) I've been like from barista to management at this point so there are a lot of things about being at the front line that doesn't happen for people on that back end for management but just recently coming back to being a barista, I'm like, oh my gosh. And then (laughs) it's just the state of the world today. And people just don't have, they don't have a filter. They don't have um, understanding. They don't have knowledge. They don't care to have knowledge. And it's just like, so why do I keep trying to appease you people? I'm just going to tell y'all what's on my mind real quick so that you can just, if it don't apply, let it fly, right? So Today, one of my coworkers got her hair done, okay? And it was hecka cute, it was. Um, And she already has very curly hair, very cute hair, right? And her hair, she has pretty big curls, right? But, okay, in black girl world, we know that this is weave, okay? Okay. Nobody's gonna say that. No one in their right mind is gonna say that, right? This guy, (laughs) this guy, race unmentioned, happens to say, your hair had gotten really long. I really like your hair like that. You should straighten your hair more often. Sir, if you don't take this coffee and leave. (laughs) Like, and that is really traumatic for me as a black woman. And 
a lack of wisdom and knowledge for you as another person to like say what you just said and have no understanding of the even the world today like you know so those tiny ways are how people like completely gloss over you know what i'm saying like you're not going to say this to another person that's race is unmentioned like you're only going to say this to me because you've seen my curly hair before it is it is a thing that ticks it ticks me it gets me one of my last recent jobs a customer came up and said i like your hair um it was a white dude i'm like Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny is that he he had a friend with him who was a black woman and I just I got the impression that he felt more cool or confident in saying something about my hair because of this black woman next to him. It was so confident and he was such a, a oh <laughs> <laughs> It was obviously it was an innocent enough comment. Like all he said was, I like your hair. But just the way he said it, plus I was in a bad mood already. Nothing. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. Don't talk to me. (laughs) This is just my, it's normal hair. You know, it's not doing anything. Mm. Like I just want, I just want my hair to be normalized. You know, like every time someone, comments on my hair and it's just to me a normal state it's like it just it's a reminder that this hair is not normal to you <laughs> yeah yeah but it's time are we pressing we are pressing okay it's looking cleaner i feel like yeah. that body that i really like is not going to be there but let's see it's a little less cloudy yeah okay cheers cheers yeah okay you like it i'm not mad at it (laughs) i'm not mad at it it's pretty good i guess i will say there's an aftertaste that i'm not the best fan about Mm, okay could be because like this is a dark roast coffee um maybe if it was a a, like a medium roast lighter brew maybe if it was finer it would be a little different Mm. but i'm not mad at it it's not an everyday type situation <laughs> I would, it it does taste a little cleaner. It tastes like it, it it definitely extracted a little bit more, um, but not not a lot more. I think which kind of surprised me. Like overall, like this just based on taste, it wins. But I would only do it if I was like making coffee while you know sitting with a friend and we're just chatting, and I'm I. I can be just allowed to forget about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so I'll just let it sit and chat like, oh, you know what, let's, let's get some coffee and pour it. Like I wouldn't bother timing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can get where he was going with it. I do agree. Like if, if it's definitely a friend type of situation, like, yeah, let's brew this coffee and sit amongst each other. Definitely cleaner, but I did kind of like that ready body. Um, of just like a French press. But I've also, um, I guess without timing it, without like working it um, for money, if you just set it to the side and just leave it, I don't think that there's anything. Like, I think that I do, I'll probably do that more often now. Okay, yeah. Just like send it to the side. Cause that, I don't know. I'm always just like, I want to see it do the thing. 
<laughs> I mean, um, pretty much every coffee shop's a specialty coffee shop, but it, it, I was going to say, like, a specialty. Like, if you're doing, like, French press, AeroPress, and, you know, different brew methods for folks. If I was working in a place like that, um, I could see setting it aside and then, like, I'd be able to explain to people. Like, I bet in a place like that, the customers will just eat it up if you told them about James Hoffman. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, this is his special technique. Like, yeah, okay. Like, if I was the only one in my shop who knew about this thing, like, if no one else was doing it, I, I might avoid it based on the other shops that I worked at because they'd be looking at their watch. Like, right. <laughs> excuse me, did you forget about my coffee? It's been sitting there for five minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, I would much rather just get you a cup, a drip cup of coffee. And like, if you want to sit down as friends and have this, then sure, yeah. But like, I agree with the fact that, sure, sit it to the side, it tastes delicious. But not even at a specialty coffee shop. Yeah, because people are like in and out anyway. And unless you're really chatting it up, like unless you are really talking something, some hardcore, whatever, some hardcore, just jazz, then it's like, yeah. you're going to forget about that coffee. You might as well just have your coffee and drink it right now. Yeah. Like, just get it cooked. That would be like a really special touch. Like if you were actually, you know, like on that level with a customer or like that friendly and you're just chatting, that would be kind of a nice touch. You just like, just yeah. And then let them extract all the flavors and whatnot. Like, okay. Yeah. But I feel like that's what makes pour overs fun too. Cause like pour overs have that same energy outside of watching it. Like I enjoy watching it as a barista, right? Like, oh wow, look at this coffee make, <laughs> you know, like look at this coffee brew. But I enjoy watching it. But I think for the, like pour overs are more of a shared experience, right? And French press can be too, as we've clearly just seen. But like, I think that, might be the point right like that it still can be that experience yeah i mean i i don't know exactly what it does to like after you stir it to let it sit more because at that point it's not there's still a little bit of extraction going on i know but not not really yeah i i enjoy the Seeing the crema for me is what makes me feel like I'm brewing a good cup of coffee. So when I screw up, when I take off the crema, I'm like, okay, where are my oils was left, you know? But I guess the over extraction takes up for the oils, question mark? Well, okay. So during a cupping, when you're cupping coffee and you're tasting it, right when you scoop that off essentially those grounds are still at the bottom whatever is on the top you just brewed a cup of coffee right but those grounds are still on the top and normally your grounds are still going to be at the bottom so when you scoop that off you're just getting to the the root of the coffee you're just getting you're getting to the coffee that is how roasters taste their batches when you're scooping off those oils i don't think that is more or less it adds anything but giving you a the cup of coffee that you're expecting i don't know gotta ask some more of my roaster friends yeah okay that's interesting the cup of coffee you're expecting i would not have thought to to word it that way that sounds that sounds like there's something to that because i know like the crema is the most bitter part so when you scoop it off like you're removing some bitterness but i would have expected like at least in a large portion of like a French press, that it wouldn't be enough to make 
that much of a difference because mm. it's such a small portion of the, the coffee at that point. But I don't know the way you put that, giving you a co- the, the coffee you expected, that, that actually sounds like that is what it's doing. You know? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. That's my answer and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I mean, I liked mine, but that is good. Again, only with someone next to me. Yeah, for sure. Let me show you my special French press experiments. Yeah. People are like, oh yeah, show me, yeah, cool. <laughs> and then it takes 10 minutes, but it's like a really good cup of coffee. It's worth it, it's worth it, yeah. Uh. Thank you, Katia, for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a long road here, but we got here. We got here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. No, this was a great cup of coffee and also a great... I'm so happy to meet you, by the way. <laughs> it's feel like you've known each other forever. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Bye. I can only be me. I can only be me.